0: Hey guys, my name is Nicole Carlson and welcome to The Nicole Carlson Show. This show is about coming back to yourself and living the life you desire. And the reason this is so, so important to me is because in my 20s, I was living a life that I hated. I was married to a man that I didn't trust and I was in a career I hated, and I felt dead inside. I felt empty inside, and I felt trapped. And I just shut down emotionally and just lived my life on autopilot. And I know that so many of us are doing this. And I know that we are shut down because we're in pain. We feel like we have to compromise. We feel like we have to give up on what we want to get some of what we want and we're miserable. And I believe that what happens is we start to, we have some pain, we start living like this And then something happens in our life where we have sort of an awakening. And for me, my mom got cancer at 47 and she passed away before she even turned 48. And that was big for me because I realized that time is short. We only have so long on this earth. And I knew that I couldn't keep living the way I was living, if you could even call it that. But I didn't know what to do. I did not know how to change my situation. And so what I did was I got a divorce. I sold my house. And one day I quit my job I sold my car one hour later and the next day I was on a one-way ticket to Spain and I traveled over the next eight months and then I kept coming back and then leaving and traveling again. Here's the thing. I didn't heal from my pain. I didn't take care of some of the things that I was going through in my 20s and so my problems followed me. My problems followed me in my 30s. Because if you do not fix whatever's going on in your relationship, in your relationship to money, in your business, those problems will follow you. So you can leave that relationship. You can leave your business. You can get a new job that pays you more money, but you are going to fall into the same patterns because there's healing that needs to be done. We have subconscious things going on, beliefs that keep us from really making a change in our lives, from really being able to flip that switch. And so I wanted for me to start living my life and doing what I wanted to do and feeling alive and once I got that I wanted that for other people because I saw that so many people were going through the same thing I was where they had problems in their marriage and problems in their relationships and trauma that they hadn't healed from. And they were hurting. And, it's co- and it was causing them, and it is causing them, <laughs> money problems and problems in their business, and they feel trapped. And I want them to know that there's a solution There's an out and it's, it could be a one-way ticket to Spain, but it doesn't have to be that. You can heal and go through figuring out who you are and what you want in the comfort of your own home. (laughs) And so that's what this podcast is about. That's what this show is about. And if you are here today and you're listening to my podcast and you're listening to these shows, what I want you to know is that you can change everything in your life. You have the power to do that. And I want to give you as much as I can to help empower you. But really, ultimately, it's up to you. So there's a few things I have for you besides the show. If you go to my, I have a Facebook group called The Revival. If you go to Facebook, type in The Revival or go into the show notes, there is a link to my Facebook group where I have Facebook Lives and I give you guys more support. So that is free for everyone. I also, if you go to the show notes, have a free training how to 10X Your Life and Get the Passion You Crave. That is also in the show notes. So go check that training out. And then for a very select few, if my message resonates with you, if you know that you are in this situation where you are unhappy in your life, basically, but in your relationships and in your business or in your career and you feel like just everything is off in your life then there's an application in the show notes to apply to work with me so go to the show notes check that out and apply to work with me and we'll see if we're a good fit and then we'll go forward Rocket ship launch, (laughs) yeah, yeah, like a rocket ship launch.
1: It's like that, like stressful. So it really is. I don't know. Are we live? It says we're live, but I don't. Where did we go live? Oh, here we are. We're live. Flip the switch is live now. Oh,
0: are we? Are I see it on? You see it on the page? Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. (laughs) Finally. Okay. Awesome. So, welcome everyone. We are kind of on time, but kind of a half hour late. Um, <laughs> this is this is my my new show, Flip the Switch, and um, I'm going where I help leaders flip the switch so they can make more money and have more passion and more energy. Uh, Don't ask Mm -hmm. me for tech help because I'm done with with that and all of that. Um, So today is our first episode where uh, I am joined by Shannon De Palma, Money Mindset Coach. Mm -hmm. And isn't she beautiful? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You're always glowing.
1: It's Um, just that it's the sunlight. It's always the angle I face. I just get the good sun.
0: Like the sun follows you around and beams of light hit your face.
1: Yeah,
0: of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even first thing in the morning when we have our calls. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about uncovering the truth about money. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we're going to talk about how your past blocks your money flow. Yes. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully we can kind of stay on track. Yeah. Um. How your relationships keep you from skyrocketing your income and how your relationship with money is intertwined
1: with your sex life. Oh, yeah. Because it totally is. Yeah. Don't tell me it's not. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. It totally is. It totally is. (laughs) All right. Cool. We have Fabi who did this uh, branding for my, um, my new channel and for my website on as a guest uh, right now and then people are coming on okay so let's get started for real
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so
0: how your past blocks your money
1: flow yeah yeah real thing it's a real thing right
0: yeah i mean Mm -hmm. we've we've both lived this Mm-hmm. Um, we both have had quite a few money flow obstacles
1: mm-hmm. and
0: things that have happened in our past. And the thing of it is we don't really realize what's going on. Yeah. We don't realize that we're blocked.
1: hmm.
0: Yeah. So for me, I actually rejected money. And I was living the American dream. I had it all. I had all the money, not all the money, but more money than I, you know, I was, I was good. And I rejected it all because I associated that with um, a bad marriage. And Mm. so I left and I even got to a point where I, I, and I left and I traveled, but I went to uh England and I was homeless for about a month and I was eating out of dumpsters and I was pr- I was fucking proud of it. I was r- I was like, I don't need money. I oh, because don't you need- hated
1: money so much because of the association because, between it.
0: Because it be it came in between me and my my husband and I, my ex husband and mm-hmm. I. Yeah. And I was like, well, I, you know, like he just kept going after money and the more like more we got. And the more like the the more we got, the more we kind of fell apart. And I felt like we were we lost each other.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And. So it actually drove me to the point of being homeless, which was, you know, my path and it was my
1: choice. But. um I think we did you ever like, like look back on that and think, was it the money that tore us apart or was it like other things that tore us apart? It was, was there a, ever that revolution? It was other yeah. things. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It was, uh, it was, it was a lot of things. Yeah. Um, but there, you know, there were some trust issues, um, a lot of trust issues that re- were really deep rooted in that. And the, the reason
1: I, I actually left, but I blamed money. Yeah. I love that you bring up money and trust though because to me I look at the past stuff with money is all about establishing your first line of trust. So a lot of people talk about when I talk with some of my clients or potential clients on the call and they're always talking about how they don't trust for money to stay, right? Yes. And trust and money go hand in hand, but really what the trust is about is about what has happened in past relationships that now you're saying, okay, I can't trust. Like what you helped with me was I had a big childhood money block around, um, oh my gosh, totally People blanking leaving. on it. You helped me. What People was it leaving. about again?
0: People leaving.
1: People leaving.
0: Like bad things yeah. happening mm-hmm. after after having money.
1: After money. Yes. Yeah. So then that was my association. So it was like, don't trust money because if you love money and are safe with money, something shitty's like really gonna happen. And that was and my association came from like my stepdad died suddenly. And he had given us this point in life of like, money felt really good. I felt really safe with money, like got to a place where money had never been before. And then it suddenly abruptly left. But I would have never put those two pieces together of money and trust if we like hadn't had a conversation. I was just like, oh, I just like don't trust that it's going to stay around or it's going to be here forever or anything like that. And we establish so many patterns of money, like with actual relationships and what has happened with them. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean there and there's so many things. I mean you can take the big things in our lives like my you know going and being homeless and your um your your the things that have happened in your family. Um but there's so many other things that have come up that build that belief. You mm-hmm. know um so like with my parents my dad left he left I was I was already out of the house, but he left. And he he and my mom had to declare bankruptcy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so I watched my and I was I was close to my mom. And so I watched my mom go through bankruptcy, lose her house, yeah. go into an apartment, and then after she dealt with all that, she got really sick, she got cancer. And I watched her like go through all that and and pass away and not be able to do the things that she wanted to do. So like
1: mm.
0: watching that, just the whole like dying alone and and like watching that process of like she's she was left and then she went through bankruptcy and all of that. And and it that wasn't my story, but it is my story now, you know, it's yeah. part of my story. And the meaning that I make from that, that I take away from that, is really important on how I, how I view money.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: trust. <laughs> and trust, trust. yeah. <laughs> but what's good about this is like, we, me and you both know that like this exists. Me and you both know like relationships, trust, all of this stuff matters. When it comes to money, I think most people, right, most people who watch this are entrepreneurs who want to make more money or maybe they're in their lives. In some ways, they want to make more money. And most people think that it's about right. They think it's about like, I need to do more things. I need to get more certificates. I need to like, you know, add more and more to my life in order to get more money. But that's really, it's not how it works. It comes down to this stuff, like these simple things of like noticing your blocks, noticing your patterns with money, what like stuff went on that gave you these beliefs around money, right? Which now causes you to act out in these patterns. And how do you change that? Or even how do you change the relationships, right? Our next thing is around relationships Mm -hmm. and people don't put two and two together it's like how much money are you making okay i'm making this amount of money what's your best friend making she's making the same amount of money what's your husband making he's probably making around the same amount of money you know yeah. people never put that together which is like the simplest thing probably people like us were are like yeah of course that's why you're making that amount of money because of the relationships around you and the people yeah. you're surrounding yourself with yeah Because if you're around
0: people who are making 80K and they're talking about 80K and they're talking about the cars that they drive, they're all going to be about the same kind of cars Mm -hmm. um, and they're all going to have the same kind of lifestyle. And so you're around that. And so you're setting a standard for yourself Mm -hmm. um, around money. And like Mm -hmm. it's a mindset like you and if you're around people who are talking about, being millionaires or whatever, (laughs) Mm -hmm. then that's going to be like easier for your mind to like open up and be like, okay, yeah, that's a thing. It's possible. I'm seeing this happen for, for this person. But um, I think that we don't want to let go of our old friends Mm because losing that relationship is painful like we don't want to oh. we don't, we don't want to lose anything yeah especially a relationship so yeah hang on to those long past- as we can
1: right <laughs> we watch our bank accounts just either stay or dwindle or stay or dwindle yeah uh-huh
0: right and really yeah. what we need to be doing is up leveling our our group or like yeah. keep our friends for sure Um, but it's about the amount of space that you have with the people you're around. So maybe there's more space between me and the people that when I was working corporate, there's a lot more Mm -hmm. space between me and those people. I mean, I still, you know, I'm, I'm still friends with them, but I'm closer to you and, and some of the other, you know, girls that we met together. Um, Mm -hmm. Bobby, um, and um and I know that we're going to up level together. Yeah. And we're also going to need to make new friends that are making more than us and right. up level that too, but I think that it we don't want to lose that that friendship.
1: Mhm. Yeah. I can say personally that before I met you guys. So anybody watching this doesn't know this. There's me, Nicole, Bobby, Kira, and there's another and Dorothy. I know this is in our group. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we have this group of girls, um, this group of women, and we connected in. When did we connect? In October or November? I think December.
0: Actually, in December. Yeah.
1: December we start. Okay, started Mm -hmm. this. You guys yeah. started and then, like, asked me to join in, in which I'm, like, so happy for. I'm so grateful for that moment that you, like, asked me to join now. But during that time, I had this friend, and she was a teacher, and she was my best friend. And we talked all the time, like, every single day. But she was always calling me. It's, like, it's funny. Once you start to get some perspective around the relationships around you when you're trying to do better in your life, it all of a sudden starts to make sense. This relationship that you thought was, so great and so amazing I started to realize oh my friend only calls me um when she gets out of work and if she if I call her like any later she doesn't really pick up and every single time our conversations were a little bit more one-sided sometimes like she was still my friend and we still have fun and I really enjoyed our relationship but I started to just see different parts of it that I was like huh I never noticed that before but yeah. she would call me and and kind of vent you know yeah. And we're not vents. <laughs> we're not here to take on other people's emotional garbage.
0: Absolutely like,
1: <laughs> no. And yeah. I remember putting boundaries on her, and she didn't like it. Like I remembered saying, like, "Listen, like, you can't call me at this time anymore," or like, you know, I just started saying things like, "I don't really want to talk about that anymore." Yeah. Um, and then from there, I think we kind of had our breaking off. Me and her around November, and we got together in December and now my income has like quadrupled since meeting you guys because of you guys really. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's so much about who you have in your life and like who you're spending a lot of time with. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you having you
0: guys in my life has changed everything for me because just being around you guys, Mm Mm-hmm. Made me realize that I need to be playing at a higher level.
1: Oh, yeah, that happened for me too. Yeah.
0: And (laughs) I was like, I was like, oh shit, this is happening. (laughs) It's like all of a sudden you're transported in the middle of a football field and everyone's running around and you're like, oh, they're playing this game. (laughs) I was like, okay. And I knew that to be able to stay in that group, that I would have to up-level. Yeah. Because you guys were up-leveling. And it wasn't so much like. You guys were going to kick me out. But. it There would be that separation. Like you talked about with your, your friend. Yeah. I would feel I would feel that gap. That disconnect. Because yeah. I wasn't performing. Because I wasn't doing my part. And it's not like. You guys were on to me. It was just. You had a standard, you lived it. And mm-hmm. um, and I think the same is for you guys too because well, you and I are kind of the same in the way mm-hmm. we run our business. And you can yeah. kind of see like um, Kira and Fabi and D- 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 Dorothy's kind of Dorothy and Nez is kind of new, but Kira and Fabi are kind of taking on some of our stuff. Yeah. And, and then we're kind of taking on some of their, oh, their stuff.
1: stuff. Yeah. But
0: <laughs> like in a good way, like all the positive stuff is coming up. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's fascinating to see how we're so positive and so positively influencing each other.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not just like with you too. It's like so having you in our group made me step up my having a friend that is like all about getting in shape and like being healthy and working out made me like step up my game and like it you know sometimes you have friends and you're like yeah we go to the gym or whatever they work out but it didn't make me step up like i was always just like yeah like i work out too but seeing you on this like bikini competition level, I was like, "Oh, I really need to." You know, we need that friend. We need that relationship around us. Um, we need more than that, like of a person who is levels higher than not just a little. Like you need the friends and the support that is like levels higher than you. And then watch how fast you rise. It's in- It's incredible. It really is.
0: Yeah, your fitness is. I, I was impressed. I was really impressed with, like, the changes <laughs> that you've made. I really am.
1: Um, oh, there's no way I'm getting this. <laughs> Like, great. I was so scared to go to the gym for the first time with Nicole. I was so scared. Oh, my I was God. Terrified.
0: I was really – I was like, she's doing better than me. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it was that standard.
1: The standards in relationships – that's such a, yeah, the standards that the person who, like, you surround yourself with, like, what do they hold themselves? They hold themselves to that standard? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I need to hold myself to that standard, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I The think, standard's everything. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think another thing is, like, the vision we all have.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: my vision of, of fitness. And you guys can see that, and you guys can kind of, like, figure out what you want for your vision and you guys like And a lot for a lot of entrepreneurs we don't take our health seriously we take our seriously. business yeah we take our yep. business seriously um and we, we we put put off our health and mm-hmm. um i that's always really bothered me to see like i don't know i just it bothers me when anyone puts off their health. I'm like, no, <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: good one. It's
0: so important. Um, because we really, we really can have it all, right? So, yeah. like, it's just, it's important to have friends that can up-level you in many different ways. Like, me, you... Uh Fabi Dorothyez and uh Kira we all i <laughs> like keep talking about our group um but we all help entrepreneurs we all have like you know we we all do business coaching,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: we're so very different, yeah, and the way we live our life is so very different, and what we teach is so very different. Mm-hmm. I just think that's really incredible. Like, and so the, then when we're together, we up level each other in different ways.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So let's talk about yeah. money again.
1: <laughs> I think we. That's I think that this I is perfect, though. Yeah, because of because what you were talking about was about um, the self. Like everything comes down. To you treat yourself like shit. You're probably treating money like shit. You avoid treating yourself good. You avoid doing stuff for yourself. You're probably avoiding your bank account. Like all of it is always intertwined. The whole out, the health aspect, the relationships, everything like that. The way you do money is the way you do everything. So if you haven't looked at your bank account, you're probably not eating the foods you should. If you haven't had a good relationship with money, you're probably neglecting in some area of your life, whether it's your relationships, your health, um, whatever, whatever it is for you. It's always intertwined. Yeah, um,
0: yeah. I mean, and and it starts with the relationship with ourself. Yeah, right. Yeah, I kind mm-hmm. of uh, I kind of heard you say that in that in that what you just said is that it's about self love, self worth, yep. and your relationship with yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and the way that you treat yourself
1: mm-hmm.
0: like, are you worth spending money on? Are you worth mm-hmm. investing money? Are you worth um, are you worth setting boundaries on money or in mm-hmm. your business? you know, and I think that the boundaries and your worth will kind of dictate your 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 income and your lifestyle.
1: Oh, yeah. Big time.
0: hmm And I know, like, especially for, I, I don't know why I keep saying it, especially because we work with entrepreneurs. But I know for a lot of business people, we just like, oh, I need to buckle down and get this done. Yeah. I need to do this marketing
1: strategy, do this. Yeah. Uh I just
0: need to finish this one thing. Like I just
1: need my Facebook ads working. I just need my Pinterest. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I can't tell you how many times I hear that from like the same person over and over again, (laughs) over and over again. I'm like, they'll, they'll have this phrase. I just need to get through this. (laughs) I just need to, I just need to buckle down and make some money. I just need to, but all the while, they are punishing themselves. Oh, yeah. Because that's kind of like a, a loophole lie. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, mm-hmm.
0: like, oh, it's not forever.
1: Yeah. But it's like a lot of like band aid fixes. Like you're having symptoms and you're trying to like do a band aid fix for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And I mean, like, um, we do that with diets too. Like, Oh, yeah. I just need to get through the holidays. Right. <laughs> um, but then if you're honest, like if I'm honest with myself, yeah. Oh, well, like during my thirties while I traveled, I had the same amount of money in my bank account. Like this, like I, I had savings, but mm-hmm. it, like no matter what the number wouldn't change, like mm-hmm. no matter how much I worked, how much I traveled, I always kept that number. Mm-hmm. And then after 10 years or almost 10 years, I looked at it. and I was like, this is a real problem. <laughs> <laughs> this, I just need to this like temporary whatever. Like I need to fix this. Yeah. Because it's, this isn't going to work for me.
1: What was it about that you wanted to change about the number? Was it like you wanted more or you were just like why is this always the same?
0: I wanted more. Mm-hmm. I I was I you know, I was homeless. I was like close to I don't I don't even know what year, but, but close to when I was 30. That was like mm-hmm. over 10 years ago. <laughs>
1: um I know I can't believe it. Can you guys believe it? <laughs>
0: It's so weird. <laughs> so weird.
1: It's like, yeah, like you're like in your 30s like me, right? No.
0: I'm like, I'm 41. I don't <laughs> cannot believe that. you're
1: 41. I no. can't either. I cannot I believe know. it.
0: I don't know how, but yeah, uh, apparently I am. <laughs> um, <laughs> so like I, 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 I knew, okay. One, I knew I had to get out of software engineering mm-hmm. and uh. Two, I knew that I needed something that could increase my income because like being a software engineer, okay, I, it what, it is true that I would go and travel on and off for these 10 years. I would take a contract job, travel, yeah, contract yeah. job. So that's my, my money stayed the same. Um, but even as a software engineer, that's good money.
1: Right good money, yeah, mhm, so
0: it should have still increased. I should mm-hmm. have still been making more money, but it was the mindset behind all of it, me still rejecting money because it mm-hmm. comes in between you and your relationships, and then it- it's just like the 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 switch that flipped for me <laughs> <laughs> for me it was like wow, I'm almost 40 and I'm still doing software engineering. I can't do this. Like I've got to come up with a plan. Mm -hmm. I've got to get out of this and I've got to make more money and I've got to like be able, be able to retire. Like I probably will never retire because I'm doing what I love, but I need to be able to retire or, you know, like, and and I wanted really what I wanted was to move my life into like a retire like the life I would want to live if I was retired right? retired yeah wait yeah. which yeah. Mm-hmm. I totally am right now I can't believe it <laughs> But it was that it was that like awakening for me like this is constant it's a problem yeah. it's not going away
1: i think the hardest thing you did that most people don't is that saying like money doesn't dictate my actions anymore because for so long we always allow um what i work on my clients a lot is that money doesn't call the shots anymore you know who calls the shots you do you decide whether you're worthy or valuable enough like like for example like i have clients that will not get off their computers they're on their computers all day long and I'm like, get out of the fucking house. Do not keep staying on your computer. You are never going to write the content that inspires or motivates or engages anybody just watching your Facebook feed all day. Like, it yeah. does not happen. Because, one, you go to thinking about shit about yourself, like comparing yourself to everybody. Oh, God. And then two... <laughs> You just consume other people's ideas and then you regurgitate their ideas. And it's like, yeah, this is boring. Like this is, most people get bored by those posts because it's, it's boring to say the same shit everybody's saying, right? Yeah. And so I think allowing that part, like that flip of the switch, that money will, never, uh, money will never say like what I'm worth. Money will never say how valuable I am. Money will never dictate like how much joy and fun and excitement I can have in my life. I always get to dictate that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you did that for yourself too. And that's like huge, huge revelation, like huge thing. And I wish everybody would get the, like, just everybody get that. I know. But the process is what I do with my clients. That process is so hard, like detaching money, telling you how valuable you are, how much fun you can have in your life. If you can take a break from work, if you can walk away, you know? Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. Yeah. I All right, like, can we talk about sex now? Because I'm really excited to talk about sex.
0: Absolutely. Let's talk <laughs> about sex.
1: <laughs> if you're watching, it you have kids at home, maybe you <laughs> want to put the headphones on. and them away. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you got? Oh, man. Oh, what do I got? I got a lot of sex.
0: <laughs> Love it. Put your
1: water out everywhere. But no, I mean, we're talking about money. And we're talking about money and sex and how they go hand in hand. So money is just like, is just another source of pleasure, right? It allows us to enjoy some things. Um, it allows us to, you know, go treat ourselves, right? Have moments, have things like that. So I just view money as another source of pleasure, right? Yes. Um, And sex is a source of pleasure that a lot of women will not fully deny themselves, but there is a little bit of denial around, I can't have pleasure because I need to be at my computer. I need to be making more money. Like I see this like the same thing. Like if you don't allow yourself to go on a walk in the middle of the day or go and do something you enjoy and you will have pleasure doing whatever that is, Right you're also going to deny yourself from having pleasure through sex and receiving love and it's like if you yeah. deny yourself from having sex and receiving love you're probably denying yourself from money right now too
0: yeah mm-hmm.
1: yeah mm-hmm.
0: and I I see that a lot like we like most of the people that I talk to like in the initial conversation they're like men and women. I want more passion in my life. Yeah. I want more passion. Mm-hmm. And they're usually blaming it on their partner. Oh, that's in not the, where it comes from. <laughs> the, the partner, my, they're just not a passionate person. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And what I know to be true is it comes from here. It comes from yep. yourself. Yep. And yes, you're in that relationship. Yes, you're in that environment. And environment does dictate a lot of what's going on because mm-hmm. you've created that environment, you've lived in it, and you have these patterns that go over yeah. and over and over again. You created that environment. So mm-hmm. yes, now it's your partner because it's your partner's part of your environment, but really what needs to change is inside of you. Yeah. Really hard if you're staying in that environment.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: That's why when I was married, I couldn't like, well, I didn't know all this coaching stuff, Um, but Mm -hmm. I couldn't get out of that environment that, you know, so it was easy to be like, well, this is just, you know, we have obvious trust, trust issues. I'm going to, there's, no way that I can see to fix it. So I left. So me getting out of, for me, that's what I did. I left and I went and traveled, but that's not, that's not necessarily what everyone needs to do. That's apparently Mm -hmm. what part of what my, I was supposed to do, but you can stay in that relationship
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and you can flip that around. Yep, but it starts here. Yeah, not with that person. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And it does start with with um, making sure your needs are sexually met. Your sexual yeah. needs are met
1: that you're receiving, like yeah. from your yeah. Because a lot of I think a lot of women. I know you have women and men watching, mm-hmm. but like a lot of women have trouble receiving. And that means receiving, like, sexually, too. Mm -hmm. A lot of times they do. It's, like, because for some reason, I think sometimes society has put this thing on us that, like, um, sex is just for men, almost. Like, it's just for them. It's their need. We just have to do it just to, you know, like, meet their needs. No, 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 ladies. No, no. (laughs) We have the most, like, elaborate and fun system. (laughs) Ours is much more fun than the men's system. And we can have almost way more pleasure than men can have. If we don't receive it. Yeah. mm -hmm.
0: But we don't know how to tap into it. You know why? Yeah. Because what? we're so in the masculine trying to do everything and trying yeah. to do the work and trying to be a leader and starting to do our business. And yeah, we have to kind of like be in the masculine while we're running our business at some parts, but we mm-hmm. don't know how to like sit back, mm. be in our bodies, yeah, feel our emotions,
1: not control everything,
0: not control everything. <laughs> so mm-hmm. hard to let go of that control. <laughs> yeah. And then receive pleasure. No. Wow. Oh, wow. my God. <laughs> no. It's so <laughs> taboo. Because I think that society rewards us for the hustle, for the grind. Yeah. For the, like... Work really hard.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. hmm And honestly... I know, I know how you live. You like to take naps. <laughs>
1: I like to take I like naps. I go in the hot tub. You take naps. I go I in take... the hot tub. Mm-hmm. You don't take naps? I don't take naps that much. No. I know you
0: relax a
1: lot. Oh, I'm very lazy. <laughs> I'm incredibly lazy. If you ever want a lazy business, <laughs> I'm gonna girl for you. I'm pretty it lazy, means lazy I have too. To be my- yeah, you're lazy too. If it means I don't want a business, if it means I have to be on my laptop all day. No, I'd no. love to support my clients, help my clients. But like, no, if I have to be on my computer all day, just count me out. Just no, I'm not doing that.
0: No. I'm about the fun. That's why I started this channel. That's why yeah. I'm on here with you. Because it's like the way that everyone else is doing, it, I was like, ah, oh, I just had some like <laughs> resistance to that. I'm like, I need to have fun. And um, yeah, I'm more more about that because that's where the passion comes from.
1: Right. Yeah. That's where the great ideas come from like that's what i'm saying like get out of your house have some sex like your great ideas for your best content for your best idea for a show for your bet right they come from from the program that sells out from the thing that makes you more money comes from the fun the fun if you are not allowing yourself to have fun probably none of your shit has engaged with any like anybody probably none of your programs are selling out like makes total sense
0: so yeah. fun. That kind of reminds me of, like, okay, you know, like, there's people who are big rule followers, right? Yes. And yes. I just remember this woman who was, I don't know, maybe like fifty, and I met her, and she was like, "Yeah, I don't drink, and I don't have sex, and like, I don't know," and I was like, "I can tell." I was like, <laughs> you "Like that." And at the time well, and I and I wasn't drink because I right now I'm not drinking. Well, I haven't drank drank for a while. Um, um because of my bodybuilding competition. But at the time I was like, if I ever get like that, I am definitely gonna start drinking. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like I don't want to be like I, I want I want to have pleasure. I want to have yeah. passion.
1: I yeah. want to
0: feel alive like and it's like it's definitely sex for sure two Mm -hmm. two thumbs up for that but it's like every it's everything it's Mm -hmm. like last night we I got some lights from like different color lights for my um studio here and I just like sat there and I was like Just soaking it all up. I was like, oh my God, I'm so happy right now. I'm so happy. And not everything in my life is great, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I was like, fuck, I can't remember the last time I was this happy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. How hard is it to feel happy for longer than like 30 seconds, though, too? (laughs) It is so hard.
0: I'm... I'm to the point where I'm feeling happy a lot. Mm -hmm. I've done, you know, I've done a lot of work with my embodiment coach and it's, it's like really, um, it's about being present and being in your body and allowing that pleasure and asking for what you want and need, knowing what you want to need and asking for it. All these things sound simple, Mm -hmm. so but there's the hardest things like like how yeah like have you ever felt like you probably you've done a lot of work in your marriage i know but have you ever been Mm -hmm. at the point where you're like i i'm i need to ask for this for my husband but i'm feeling resistance like i don't want to ask for this
1: Mm -hmm. am i fro i'm frozen on my end but can you still hear me I Nicole? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, yeah, I'm frozen on the stream too. Oh, I'm frozen no. with this like hilarious face. But as long as you can hear me, I'll keep going. <laughs> I feel
0: like this person's talking. <laughs> can you jump out and jump back in?
1: Um I
0: don't know if you can.
1: No. I don't know how to use Be Live. I'm hoping it'll just fix. I'm sure it's my internet connection. My internet connection at our beach house is like not that amazing sometimes. Beach house. I'm hoping I'll just come back. I'm hoping yeah, you will the, too. The boathouse. <laughs>
0: the boathouse. I was like, <laughs> I was so flustered. I was like, gotta get the banner up. Oh my God, <laughs> nothing's working.
1: <laughs> All right. So I'll keep talking. Yes. Um, asking for things I wanted. In, in the very beginning of our relationship, I remember with my husband, I was terrible at asking for things I wanted. I was absolutely awful at asking for things I wanted. So bad that we broke up once because. I wasn't getting what I wanted and I didn't know how to ask for that. Like I thought like, oh, he just can't give it to me. So we broke up for like three months and then I realized what an idiot I was after seeing terrible men. I was like, oh, everybody's terrible. What did I do with my life? Um, And then we got back together and I realized that I needed to ask for what I wanted. So I made that known to him. Um, And then just recently I was going through it again, like, am I asking for everything I want? And when I get sick, it's actually very hard for me to ask for what I want. I I don't know why, but when I'm sick and I need him to go out and like get me cough drops or make me soup or, you know, something like that, it was really hard for me to ask for that. And I realized that and I said, that's got to stop because my husband is like. There, we'll do. You know, he knows I'm sick. He'll get me whatever I want. But I had felt like, I guess, a burden almost. Like, oh, I'm such a burden. And so then I decided, like, no way. I'm gonna soak in. I'm gonna soak in all this help and all of this. I'm gonna not feel like a burden. I'm gonna feel like I deserve to receive this. And I, you know, yeah. Why wouldn't I? I'm sick. Like, (laughs) why wouldn't I? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think it's, I mean, I think it's the little things that make up the big things. So, like you asking for something when you're sick, I mean, that does play into your sex life. And then, oh, yeah. Then mm-hmm. that also plays into your money and your business. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's like we forget how important the little things are. Yeah. And how they make patterns in our lives. And those patterns repeat whether pretty yeah. much whether we like it or not.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And until we're aware of those patterns, we don't even like, even if we are aware of those patterns, it's hard to like change that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally agree. Necessary. Necessary.
0: yeah it really is all
1: areas in order to make more money you have to ask your husband to go get you chicken noodle soup that's it's the summary of this whole episode in order to make more money one have sex even if you're wearing the ugly underwear Two, make your husband get you the chicken noodle soup if you want it three tell your friend to fuck off and stop calling you four yeah find a group of amazing women to surround yourself with yeah <laughs> this is it. That's it. you want to make more money? Do those simple but really, really hard things
0: <laughs> It all comes into your entire life the yeah. way you live your life it's It's the yeah. reason why you see the women hustling and struggling and they're still like they're te- they're still saying they can't invest because they don't have the money.
1: Yeah. Um, they're, they're like straight to burnout town. That's what I call those like straight to burnout town women. Yeah.
0: They're still like refusing to put investments on their credit cards because they're afraid that they're not going to make it. They're yep. still stuck in those relationships that aren't giving them, aren't fulfilling for for them and mm-hmm. they just feel like that that it's good enough and that they can't ask for more. Yeah. You know? And they still are around the same people that are still ma- they're still making the same amount of money as they were, you know, five, ten years ago.
1: Yeah. Wondering why. Like, when will, wondering, like, when will it be good enough? Like, when will I be able to do this thing? Why is this not happening after all this time and energy I've put into this thing?
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. And they're exhausting themselves. Yeah.
1: And we know exactly why. It's like, I've well, you got there. this pizza shit relationship and you got this thing around you and you got that thing and you're also treating yourself like shit. Makes complete sense. Yeah. That's why you're not making money. Yeah. Makes total sense to us. Well, <laughs> yeah.
0: the thing of it is like, you don't know that you're, a lot of times they don't really know yeah. how bad they're treating themselves. Like, I didn't know when I got married that I shouldn't have gotten married or like I didn't know that that trust issue was going to last the whole 12 years that we were together. I didn't know like that that was a real problem like it was. And I just accepted the pain because I was like, well, you know, forgive and so yeah. I lived in that amount of pain, and we do that. We live in this amount of pain, and we're like, well, I can handle it. And then we keep working in more pain and more pain and more pain. And we don't realize how much pain we're actually in.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And how much we're doing that to ourselves.
1: Mm-hmm. It's true, it's so true. The way you do money is the way you do everything. (laughs) You're not getting pleasure. If you're not getting love, if you have a lot of pain, probably aren't making a lot of money or wondering where your money went. That's also true. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah.
1: Hmm. All right, Nicole, this was awesome.
0: Yeah. Thanks for your patience.
1: I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm frozen. I'm just like frozen on the screen. I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm still here. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So thank you so much for coming on here. And thank you for your patience. And I'm glad we did
1: it. Got yeah. it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And thank you for talking about sex and money. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, these are the two things people want more. And it's just like, oh, my God, if you just knew how easy it was to, you know, it really is. It's like it's the easiest and it's the hardest thing in the world because nobody wants to look at the relationships with themselves. Nobody wants to do that. Yeah. But you want these other things. You have to look within to figure out what's going on.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's so hard. So like all, all these things that we that we've talked about, they're yeah they sound like the easiest things in the world, but they're so hard. We actually yeah. like okay. I've got to sit down and do what?
1: <laughs> you want me to have sex with my husband?
0: What, what? pleasure? <laughs> okay, no. you, I thought we we're building my business, and you want yeah. me to go have fun?
1: What my favorite exercise is one of the exercises I tell my clients to do is to allow your husband or your spouse or your boyfriend to pick out the thing, pick out the entire date from like from where you go to eat. He can even pick out what you want to eat to um, where you have sex, how you have sex, what position you use to like to everything. To to what you're going to do on the date. To maybe you'll go to dinner, maybe you won't. Allow him to do everything, call the shots on everything. That's awesome. And you'll see how hard that is. That is incredibly
0: hard. Oh my god.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's one. That's one of the exercises that you go. What? I don't want (laughs) to do that. (laughs) Yeah. How is that going to make me more money? And I'm like, just just do it. We'll walk through this together.
0: Yeah. 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 But you definitely know what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you do too. We thank both you. do. Yeah. We know. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: We, we have all the secrets. <laughs> 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 so. All right. Well, I'm going to let you go. And um, thank you so much for, for coming on here. And I'm sorry. You're thank frozen. you so much
1: for having me. Oh, it's fine. Uh, yeah. You don't know what I'm doing like now. So it's great. So I'm like over here, checking my email. Picking
0: your nose. Yeah, she doesn't know I'm eating.
1: She doesn't know.
0: Oh, the camera might come back.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much, Nicole, for having me on. Of course.
0: Thanks for being here. I'll talk to you later.
1: Okay. Bye. Bye.
0: Hey guys, thank you so much for being here with me today and everything that we talked about is over in the show notes, including ways that we can stay in touch. And if you enjoyed this episode, please hit subscribe and go over to the comments and leave me a little comment because that would mean the world to me. And I will see you guys on the next episode.